0: The scripture reading for today is from Hebrews 4.12. For the word of God is living and effective and sharper than any double-edged sword, penetrating as far as the separation of soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It is able to judge the ideas and thoughts of the heart. This is the word of God for all people. Thanks be to God. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. The good Lord had me preparing in January for today and all the insights that he was zinging in that he knew I was going to be doing this. And pastor needed the help and we're, luck, we're very blessed to be able to uh, be his help. It's such a blessing. So February 13th, I guess I heard, I don't know if I'm right, it was Scouting Sunday. Anybody else know that? I don't know. But the Lord kept telling me in January even, you know, be prepared. And we as Christians have to be prepared. You know, today is a big battle in the Super Bowl with two teams. So basically the theme is how do we prepare for spiritual battle? Psalm 16.9 in the English Standard Version. According to the scripture, the heart of man plans his way, but the Lord establishes his steps. God's counsel is done in love. Tomorrow is Valentine's Day, and we really need to count the blessings that he bestows upon us. Psalm 1, verses 1 to 3. Blessed are those who do not walk in the counsel of the wicked. Their delight is in the law of the Lord. They are like trees planted by streams of water that yield their fruit in season. Today, more than ever, we need to put on the armor of God and stand firm. It's spiritual armor. To attacks that will be thrown at us in the Ukraine, as Sue mentioned, and we all know from our watching of the news on TV, that in the Ukraine, armies are preparing to defend or to excel. We don't know what's going to happen there, but we'll give that to God and protect them with armor as they're going to face the possibility of battle. Ephesians 1, 3. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. We've been given spiritual blessings, which we have to count, as I mentioned. In Colossians 3.15, let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Our God is still on the throne. God's word is true, and his protection is available to us against the liar, on our morning devotions, we've been talking about the specific spiritual armor that God wants us to put on. It's in Ephesians 6:11 to 20, and back and how he protects, but we have to obey and listen or we become an easy target. We have to put on the belt of truth. God's word is true. The breastplate of righteousness, which is protection from sin which is very wounding, the gospel of peace, hearing God's word, gives us peace, the shield of faith dipped in water, the water of God's word, to protect us, the helmet of salvation, sanctifying us by the Holy Spirit, making us holy, and the sword of the Spirit, which the song mentioned and the the scripture mentioned, which God's word is piercing, will pierce through and come through. All of those pieces of armor are about the word of God and the power that is there. We have to suit up and be alert and always keep on praying for all the Lord's people on all occasions. All kinds of prayers. Are we daily suiting up with prayer and practice? The good news is that we have forgiveness of sin and that there is peace and oneness that God produces when we stay close to him. Do we have our feet anchored with peace instead of worry and insecurities? And we should be anchored in Christ, not circumstances, because circumstances keep changing like the wind. Instead, faith on God's character, his character through the ages from the beginning of time. Do you have a ready power list of song and prayers and scripture that you can turn to quickly in battle? We need to be prepared for that. We can listen. I like to listen to Christian music. Scripture embedded by Holy Script, the Holy Spirit, it's the Holy Scripture. Those favorite verses that we have are those verses that come to us in those times of battle which keep us surrounded tightly and firmly to God and infiltre- you know allows the enemy not to infiltrate it solidifies us and we can become stronger Joyce Meyer's book The Battlefield of the Mind is about unhealthy emotions that attack our mind so in my mind so many times I I was told by a psych a psychology counselor In my, when I was like 1920, he said, Put a stop sign in your brain for anything that's not helping you, and you need to see it, and it's red, and those letters are white S T O P, and stop doing what you're doing to yourself, thinking you're not worthy. I'll never forget that. Christ freely gives us truth, and we can tap into his power. He's our support. The glass is not half empty. We're half full and we're full and we're overflowing. He is our bulwark of defense. The enemy tries to bind us, but we are to set our sights not on earthly things. Those are fragile things. We are not to conform to the pattern of this world, but to be transformed. That's the blessing of Christianity. It's transforming, as no other religion does. God's will is good, pleasing, and perfect, according to Romans 12, verse 2. Our Tuesday night Bible study has had us learning that he put his word into the mouths of man. The Bible is his word and extinguishes the enemy's darts of flames. The enemy that comes to steal and kill and destroy... The storms in Kentucky wreaked havoc. There'll be years for people to keep coming back from that with the strength of the Lord. The storm at the fest that Sue and I experienced came in to try to put a damper on that uplifting Christian music that we are going to hear for the whole day. And it it cleared And we might have had to move from a flooded area, our chairs, we had really good seats, but we only moved left a little bit, but we were prepared for that empowering music. My grandson Cooper one time had a birthday party and and the family, his, his mom and dad invited Darth Vader. And Darth Vader was there when the automatic garage door went up and there he stood in that black suit and he was so tall. And he had a sword, and the guests all had a turn to get, the, to get a sword and do battle with him, including Grandma. And I was doing battle with Darth. But, you know, that seeing those movies, which I've seen them all, and that black figure in front of me, and then given a sword, and he had a sword, it was intimidating. Needless to say, I wasn't so good at fencing. Danielle was way better than me. But he knocked my sword down and then stood on my sword when I tried to get it. And it, it was so real and so scary, I'm never going to forget that. But that makes me think of how evil can creep right in and be right in front of you and scare you and knock your sword, which is our Bible, right out of your hand. Only God can overcome devastation. That new commercial, Allstate commercial, that mayhem guy, ooh, he is out to wreak havoc and create violent damage. And do you have insurance? Well, God is our insurance better than any insurance company or all those mascots that they have, all those mascot commercials. Those are funny. But it's really not funny because we have to be prepared. If we are not spiritually grounded, we can be blown by the breeze most anywhere the bible writers were inspired by the holy spirit that was breathed by god men speak from god's revelation mystical insight into divine nature listening to god's word the shepherd's voice pastor mentions we have to digest the word and and get quiet and really get on it and i opened up several versions of the bible preparing and and digested these past weeks as best as i could what god wanted to say david king david he had a ragtag army of about 400 discarded discontented souls in first samuel 22 1 to 5 david couldn't hide forever in the cave of Adullam, which is in israel today he'd found a hiding place a waiting refuge the church is meant to be a kind of a cave, not a perfect community, re- regrouping place. But we're a bunch of ragtag army people, too. Psalm 1830, as, as for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is proven. He is a shield to all who trust him. Ultimately, our protection does come from God. We, we all have times of physical and spiritual attack and threatening situations of all kinds, our trust is in the Lord to see us through. He's a strong protector, even when we don't know it. He's always been there from the beginning of time. We just have to tap into it. He's like, I haven't moved. Selah is mentioned in Psalms 71 times, 74 times in the Bible. I think it's a, a Hebrew word and it's, it's basically a pause or reflection kind of like music interlude and that scripture for today from Hebrews had "sela" at the end of it when I looked in my Bible and I'm like I really had to do a little research on that what that meant but it's a reflective time like take a breath hear some heavenly music You make your saving help my shield. Your right hand sustains me. Your help has made me great. You provide a broad path for my feet so that my ankles don't give way. Psalm 1835 to 36. I know after my husband had passed away, the Lord just kept saying, put one foot in front of the other. Just one. Just one more. Just one more so that your ankles don't give way. Psalm 118, 114. You are my refuge and my shield. I have put my hope in your word. That power list. If anybody wants some great songs, I don't want to get us in trouble on Facebook by naming songs and songwriters, but you can see me after church because you have to have, there. in my phone I have a power list of songs when I'm mowing the grass and put on my headset. Or you put on your earpods or such and you're in the house, you know, play that. And I keep on the radio station with all those wonderful, empowering Christian songs. And sing along. Singing is good for your soul. Sing along. Dance around your house to those wonderful songs. It, it's quite encouraging. The story of Bartimaeus in Mark 10, verses 46 to 52. It's the last miracle that Jesus performed the week before Passover and Jesus' death. He Bartimaeus was a lowly sin, sinner and he was labeled by the crowds, you know, as a beggar, he's not worthy to call out to Jesus who's passing by. He was the son of Tima, Excuse me, Timaeus. The story opens our eyes to the need for Christ and the dangers of being spiritually blind because he was blind. He he was still crying out to Jesus for help and Jesus responded. The story teaches that we need Jesus, the importance of godly friends, our worth, our worth. We're all valuable. We try to convince ourselves otherwise, but we're all valuable. And only God can fill those empty places that we all have. We need to throw off our coats. Those are labels. He had a label of being a beggar and he threw off his coat when he approached Jesus. And that God has always this, that God that we call on has always been there. He thought he had nothing to offer, but Jesus knew better. God finds us in our messy circumstances. His biggest need is met by, by Jesus for everyone. He sent Jesus into the world. We have the value of Christ. Can we look past ourselves, though, and our own disabilities, whatever they may be? Because of Christ, he says we can. And can we become others-oriented? It's not about us. never has been. For when Christ is with us, it's Christmas and Easter every day of the year. Stacy mentioned Friday on the morning devotions, we can, as a church, agree to disagree, but not necessarily forget about others. Can we leave behind those who don't know Christ or don't agree with us? Or, or can we bring them along in love with Valentine's Day upon us tomorrow? Love is in, in Corinthians. The Lord loves his children. He who never slumbers but is on duty day and night, Psalm 121, 3 to 6. The God who watches will keep us from harm and oversees all our activities now and forever forever. And Again in Psalm 121, 7 and 8. He is the God of David, that ragtag army of lost souls. Of Noah, of Daniel, Shadrach, Mishap, and Abednego, and Job. David had battles. Noah had a flood. Daniel had lions. Shadrach, Mishap, and Abednego had the furnace, the fiery furnace, and Job was tested and blessed. God establishes boundaries that even Satan cannot cross. He can only do what God allows. And God is in our scenarios. We all have scenarios in the Bible. Heroes had scenarios as well. For, for Job, God stepped in. And in Scripture, God used... He's always used several means of protecting his people. He's used angels and fire and floods and escape routes, royal decrees, pagan armies, and insomnia. God's power and creativity are unlimited in Psalm 91, 11 to 12, how he protects his people. Our pain and loss are real. We can be purified and made holy with those. We have protection from trials, but... Protection is not always beneficial because we mature in our faith and be more Christ-like and help others. We are not always shielded from the results of sin. Our own sin and the sin of others surrounds us at all times. And in James 1, 2, and 3, you'll find such. Our world has fallen and we endure its hardships and there is persecution. Pray for the Ukrainians. John sixteen thirty three. In me you have peace. In this world we will have trouble, but take heart. I have come to overcome the world. The waves may toss and roar, and our song mentioned. God says, but they can never pass the boundaries I set. Jeremiah five twenty two. The New Living Testament. Our focus in the New Covenant. Is on spiritual protection. We again must put on that spiritual armor. Ephesians six ten to eighteen. Read about it there. This peace will guard our hearts and our minds. We have the internal indwelling of the Holy Spirit in Ephesians two twenty-one to twenty-two. The Lord will protect me, but from every evil attack, put on your armor, he'll bring me safely to his heavenly kingdom, and to him we give the glory. He gets the glory. Amen. Second Timothy 4.18 The Romans could do their worst, but Paul had confidence that to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And in Second Corinthians 5, verse 8, for heaven is our home where we are spiritually safe. We draw near to God and trust his protection. Again, this is James 4, verse 8. We invite his work in us, knowing that he will accomplish his good purpose in our lives. Romans eight twenty eight to 39. But we have to pray and worship. Today we're here for worship. At home, people are worshiping. And where there are two or more, there's great power. But we have to continue to pray and worship. We are like that tree planted by the water, but the roots are deep. That's Jeremiah. I am convinced that neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither the present nor the future, nor the powers, nor, nor any powers, neither height nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Romans eight twenty eight to 39. God's had a creative, redemptive role since the beginning of time, and he has a covenant with us. We're supposed to be in a relationship with him to tap into that power. Digest his scripture. Keep to the scripture. Delve into the scripture and ponder the power of God. What is divine protection? The soul's welfare so nothing can bring harm to it or be an obstacle. It's a happy... It's a happy growth and a divine fulfillment. In Psalm 46, 1-6, God is our protection, our strength, helps us in times of trouble, so we will not be afraid even if the earth shakes or the mountains fall into the sea, even if the oceans roar and foam or the mountains shake at the raging sea. And there was a selah for that verse in Psalm 46. Meditation digesting this. There's a river that brings joy to the city of God, the holy place where God Most High lives. God is in that city, and so it will not be shaken. God will help Helper her at dawn. Nations tremble and kingdoms shake, and God shouts, and the earth crumbles. In Ecclesiastes 3, that's where you find to everything there is a season, a time for every purpose under heaven, you know, a time to to live a time to die and delve into that. I challenge you. King Solomon was on a journey for wisdom in his quest for the meaning and purpose of life life apart from God. But he found out, and as we do too, that it's futile to try life without God. People are doing it, but there's a big difference on how life is lived do we want to be tossed about on everything and every, by everything, every whim, and, and the wind, and the air, and the waves, and the sea, or fully grounded, anchored? If we're not grounded in Christ, we become that easy prey for craftiness and deceit, which is just waiting right there. Knowledge can be gained in the Lord, which also honors him, and studying his word is imperative for God's people, for godly living and godly service. You have to be grounded in the word. And we have to be working for the right leader. There is a sly one out there that you'll think, oh, this will be okay. But no, it is not okay. Don't get sucked in. How can we find our way in this wilderness of life? There's a, we can pray a prayer for protection. Protection. Lord God, I pray for your protection as we begin our days. For you are our hiding place, and under your wing I can find refuge. Protect us from trouble wherever we go, and keep evil from us. Pray those prayers. Remember Ecclesiastes 3, that there is a time for every season. Thank you, Jesus, that you welcome us just as we are into your family, and help me to recognize the people around us as unexpected gifts. Summing up, Ash Wednesday is coming. Are we connected to the source? Are we sharing the word? Are we protecting ourselves with that armor, with scripture, with worship, staying close to or more with others, bouncing things off of our friends to see if we're on the right track? Do we remember that he has a covenant with us and we're supposed to have a relationship with God? Relationships fail When there's no communication. Do we have a power list? Close at hand? To ward off the principalities of the world. Of which we don't belong. We belong to Christ. Happy Valentine's Day that we stay with Christ. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. I just wanted to share briefly, I almost forgot, but my, my my brother-in-law, Jimmy, they live in Berea, Debbie and Jimmy, a lot of you might know Debbie and Jimmy, they came here regularly for a while, and the Lord's led them to a, a, be fed somewhere else where there's a great music program, Jimmy was really enjoying music. I remember one time when we had a picnic out back here, and Vic, Vic Long had his guitar, Jimmy brought his guitar, and some of you probably remember it, but I remember... Jimmy looking so up to Vic, like a father figure, that he wished he had had that kind of a closeness. I'll never forget that, but during this pandemic, I met my sister for lunch over in Valley City, and uh, she said, Jimmy wants to give you a copy of this. And I said, oh, oh, what's this? During the COVID, Jimmy came up with a book that he wrote. Jimmy is a new Christian, but he said, in the, in the introduction to this, he said that he wrote this, you know, I started writing this for a coworker, a brother in Christ, who was having anger issues. Jimmy's had a lot of anger issues, as we all can, with his family. And, and he said, this, this brother in Christ, too, that I thought I could share that with him. I realized very quickly that I was writing it more for me than for him. And writing has never been my strong point in life until I started seeking the Lord. I use a lot of scripture in this writing. Some I use more than once. One scripture I think I use four times. But that is how we have to relate to God, is through his word. I have not been a model Christian at times. And even while writing this, I got myself in a bind, not trusting the Lord. But God's mercy and grace got me through. He kept writing. I pray that those who read this will open up their minds and heart to receive what God may reveal to them. I know there are some things in here that are not taught in religion, but there are some things if you read, if you don't believe because of previous teaching, teaching, I pray that you look at Scripture and verify it for yourself, for you, and not have judgment and disgust and throw the book away. Once again, look to Scripture. God will talk to you, and may God bless you. It's awesome, and I was looking at this, and I was sharing it with uh, the ease devotion he's talking about various covenants and that's where I, I grabbed don't forget those covenants with Noah and all the, those Bible heroes and it's very grounding and he did it very simply as he said he's just not a writer but for my brother-in-law a new Christian to do this and say give it to Sandy but if Debbie if Sandy wants to she should throw it away but that's that's what Jimmy, you know, he's he's working on his self-esteem. Can you I can I'm just so so happy that he did this and drew closer to the Lord during all this uh, COVID staying by yourself and then he was just digging and digging and digging. He's a mail carrier in, in North Homestead. He used to deliver mail to Ron Sheldon's beauty shop over there. But um May the Lord bless you today and keep you And as I said, Valentine's Day is tomorrow. A lot of love is in the air. Love for other people, love for people that don't have anybody else. I'm sure we'll all reach out to somebody. Those cards and calls and things will continue. And we wish you all to have a good week. Was there another song, Jen?